At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Frank Hanrahan from Vison. It is a Monday edition, National Championship Monday night. This is always fun, always exciting, somewhat melancholy because it is the end of the NCAA men's tournament, but uh, nevertheless should be a good matchup tonight. We will we will really get into that game momentarily because I got some ideas, some thoughts um, about this matchup. Carolina, I told you on Friday you might as well put a little bit on the underdogs. Villanova, yeah, eh, but North Carolina at plus 550 before the Final Four started is looking like a pretty good bet. And there's just one more mountain to climb. So we're going to get into all of that uh, in just a few seconds here on the DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. But I do have to mention the Wizards and the absolute embarrassment that they put up at Boston. I mean, why even get on the airplane to go play Boston? The Wizards were plus 13 and a half at Boston yesterday at Bet River Sportsbook. Download that app right now. And this game wasn't even close. 144-102 was the final. <laughs> and the Wizards had won 4-5, and the narrative is like, oh, well, they're starting to close out the season with a little bit of something, a little bit of oomph. No, they weren't. It's a nice reminder of how far this team has to go. And again, I ask, why even get on the plane to Boston? I see that these broadcasters now are traveling and covering the teams. I mean, great job, team. 
because you did absolutely nothing to make anybody give a, a crap about your squad because you you clearly didn't want to be there. Like, oh, we got to go to Boston. Oh, man. Because I watched the first few minutes, and you could just tell in the in the three minutes in, the effort was not going to be there. It was like Olay defense, easy buckets, no uh, any sort of uh, resistance defensively. It was clear cut from the jump. This game was over. So I ask again, why even make the trip? Just just call up the Celtics and say, you know what? You guys got it. You're hot. You're you're jockeying for positioning in the Eastern Conference playoffs. We got nothing to play for. Just just take the uh, W and we'll call it a day. And you knew it was really bad <laughs> when they were doing the wave on you in the third quarter. And at that time, the Wizards were only down by like 20. I mean, they were doing the wave. So, give up 144. There wasn't anything positive to take away from it. Anytime you give up 144 points, I mean, come on. Embarrassing across the board. And how many games they have left now? I don't even know. They're not playing tonight. Um, And it's almost as if there is... The Wizards are sort of like the the tree falling in the forest. If anybody's around, does anybody hear it? Uh, because there, there's not much to be said about that loss yesterday um, because I, I don't know how many people actually care. Like, I hope you care <laughs> listening to this in my summary of a uh, mediocre to actually not even mediocre, just a, a wretched franchise basketball-wise. Hasn't done anything in 45 years. And... Uh, you know, the beat goes on. And let's see where their next game is. Their Tuesday night, they face the Minnesota Timberwolves on the road. So the Wizards right now, 34 and 44 overall. So they got, what, four games left in the regular season. And uh, then the offseason begins. And again, we're at that crossing. What is it? Uh, we've come to that crossing in the road, I think, is what I was looking for. Where you have a franchise that has. Um, Little to no idea what they're trying to do. Uh, they're just throwing stuff up against the wall. And this summer, we're going to see Bradley Beal sign that big contract. So what are you going to do to put around Bradley Beal? Or who else are you going to bring in? I'm not even going to say who are you going to put around Bradley Beal. Because, again, Beal himself has a ton to prove next year. What are you going to do to make this squad competitive, relevant, and in the mix next season? That's what Tommy Shepard, the GM, has to do. That's what the owner has to do. Figure it out. You're doling out massive checks to these people to do a job, and so far, that job has not been done. Let's be honest. It has not been done. And we can sit here and say, oh, you're being too hard on them. No, we we can't sit here and say that. Because I probably get critiqued more in my job reviews than these guys do. And they make millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. So don't ever, ever overlook that fact. Right? Great privilege, great pressure comes with the amount of money that you make. And we can sit in here and say, oh, that's unfair. Eh, not really. Not, not at all. Okay? So this Wizards franchise this offseason has to do something to prove otherwise. Because they are probably, what, top three most irrelevant franchises in the, in the league right now? Sacramento, Washington, and uh, 
Probably Orlando, right? My God. Just bottom of the barrel stuff. Bottom of the barrel stuff. So, again, offseason looms, four games left, embarrassing performance at the Boston Celtics. Weren't even ready to play. You could tell in the first five minutes this baby was going to be over. Shouldn't even have made the trip. Just, you know, next time, (laughs) just wave the white flag. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But it's okay, though. It's accepted. It's accepted as long as nobody really wants to challenge them. And that's where it comes in this offseason. So where Wes Unsell Jr. has got to challenge his players even further. It is okay to challenge your players, right? It's okay. Do it. Maybe you'll get a response. <laughs> Maybe you will. Maybe you'll just get a response. So the Wizards get to Minnesota on Tuesday night. Uh, I feel like a broken record just ranting and raving about the franchise. But we've all been there. Uh, and we'll see how that shakes out against Minnesota. I would, I would guess at Bet Rivers... Uh, dot com on Tuesday night. It will be Minnesota minus eight or nine. Like the Wizards will be a big time dog on the road. Minnesota's actually turned things around. Terrible season last year. They they drafted a, a good pick in Anthony Edwards, and now they're they're trying to find their way, and they're looking pretty good. So that is tomorrow night. We'll preview that as well. Uh, come the DC City Cast tomorrow uh, morning. But uh, straight ahead, we got to get into this Commanders news yet again. They they've you know they're trying to push the envelope. More accusations about the franchise, which I'm sure is true. Nothing ever surprises me about the Washington Commanders, does it? Of course it doesn't. And the final four is down to two. Duke got bounced by North Carolina. Kansas got over Villanova. And tonight it is all about Kansas minus the four at Bet Rivers against North Carolina. What do you like? What say you? I will give you out my official release. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I was 3-1 and one in the NBA on Friday night. 3-1, and one, not too bad. And then 1-1 one and one on Saturday, I gave out North Carolina plus the number against Duke. And I went with Villanova getting the 4.5 against Kansas, who just shot lights out in the first half. And Villanova just ran out of gas, just ran out of gas, and they didn't have one of their better players. No excuses. It was a loss, and we move on. We move on to tonight in our big pick and our big official release. That is next on the DC CityCast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Andran from Vison. No more football, no problem. Bed River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bed Rivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 Do me a favor, download or subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Frank from VEASAN here with you on a Monday as it is the National Championship Night from New Orleans. Uh, initial thoughts on the semifinal. Uh, Villanova just was uh, just overwhelmed, ran out of gas. One of their better players was done with that Achilles. And uh, so that was definitely a, a huge chink in their armor. 
and they couldn't overcome that loss. They had it down to six with like five or six minutes left, but then Kansas too strong inside, and that three-point shooting was just unbelievable. And that'll be the question tonight. Can Kansas continue that hot shooting this evening against North Carolina? As I check out Bet Rivers uh, Sportsbook right now, it is uh, still Kansas minus the four. The total is 152. Right on the dot, uh, the game against uh, game including uh, Duke and North Carolina went over the 152 and a half or so. Late going with some free throws, uh, some late fouls, et cetera, et cetera. It was tight though. The numbers there for a reason. It'll be the same uh, this evening. So I cannot give out an official release on the total. It's just such a such a crapshoot. Really have no clue about that. But I do have a consideration for what you should do when it comes to the number. North Carolina plus the four. Uh, the money line is plus 160. Kansas on the money line is minus 210. So as far as Kansas and Villanova, impressive win for Kansas. Probably their best game, arguably, of the whole season when it, come, when it came to offensive uh, prowess. And Villanova just could not. They didn't have enough horses in, in the loss. As far as Duke and North Carolina, I mean, think about this, the free throw shooting. That's what it really came down to. Yeah, Carolina hit some big shots late. Absolutely did. But boy, did Duke gag at the line. They missed so many crucial free throws late. And North Carolina, for their part, made most of the ones that they had to. And then the Love Kid hitting that big three. Uh, Duke was still in it until the end. And there was that controversial continuation. So again, it, it, it was it was pretty much a toss-up. I gave out Carolina plus a four against Duke. I gave out Villanova plus a four and a half. That was a loser. So yeah, one for two in the national championship game. So what are we going to do tonight? I know that's what you're wondering about. What are you going to do? My initial feeling after the Kansas-North Carolina matchup on Saturday night was, and I heard it, and I wasn't surprised, then North Carolina may be too gassy. Only goes six deep. Coda is hurt with an ankle. Uh, the initial buzz was Kansas should win this game because North Carolina, they knocked out Coach Mike Krzyzewski. They're a little banged up with their ankle. Kansas looks so sharp shooting the ball against Villanova. And as I check out BetRivers.com, uh, and I'm thinking most folks, and I think it is actually statistically speaking, the edge right now is the public is taking Kansas. Not by much, but it's like in the 56 percentile. And the money line, too, is on Kansas. If you think in your heart of hearts that North Carolina is your pick, then you love hearing that the public is taking Kansas. And why are they taking Kansas? They looked awfully sharp against Villanova. UNC has blown their wad, so to speak, after knocking off Duke. That would be something, right? North Carolina ends Coach Mike Krzyzewski's great career. And they still got one more game. <laughs> Jayhawks were number one seed for a reason. The Tar Heels were the eighth seed. Meeting in New Orleans. Uh, Jayhawks looking for their fourth NCAA national title. First since 08. Uh, Tar Heels trying for their seventh NCAA title. Last time they won was 2017. And what a job by Hubert Davis against uh, the rest of the world. Remember they lost to Pitt. That was a terrible loss. And everybody was saying, oh, my God, is this <laughs> was this the right choice? Uh, yeah, it clearly was. 
And do they have enough oomph left to make this competitive tonight? The number's there for a reason at just only four. By the way, North Carolina is attempting to match the 85 Villanova Wildcats as the lowest seed to win a national championship. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. And if you're North Carolina and you face Kansas, a squad that great start against Villanova, great close against Miami, can they put it all together? Because if they do, it's going to be dangerous. So you have to have that in the back of your mind if you're North Carolina, like this team is 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 at some point is going to make a big run. Can we withstand it? Obvious but true. Obvious but true. And here's the thing about this matchup that I, I'm fascinated by. Because I think the real deal here is which star player is going to step up. Boy, that sounds so obvious. <laughs> but that love kid from North Carolina, are you going to bet against him? He had some huge shots in the tournament, none bigger than the one the other night against uh, against Duke to put them up by three, right? I don't know. It's, it's going to come down to who's going to be more clutch. And boy, that sounds just so blatantly obvious, but that's where I really sit on this. And from what I've seen in the last couple games, maybe it's the air of recency, but the way North Carolina is hitting clutch shots, it's going to be very hard to bet against them. Now, again, there is an asterisk here because Armando Baycott with that ankle, he rolled it pretty bad, but it says he's ready to play. And that big man play is going to be huge because McCormick for Kansas went off against undersized Villanova. And North Carolina needs Baycott at least to be somewhat of an anchor in the middle and play some good solid defense because McCormick had like a season high against Villanova. There was no stopping uh, McCormick down low because Villanova all has like the same size guys like 6'6 six, six to 6'8 six, <laughs> they're all interchangeable but they couldn't change up and they could not stop Kansas down low which in fact then would open up three point range which Kansas could not miss in that first half specifically so that is a huge asterisk going into tonight if you're going to wager on North Carolina plus a four betrivers.com. How much does this guy have left in his tank? The x-rays were negative. Two hours treating the ankle. He was doing some rehab. And I love this kid's attitude. He says, we don't have another big man, so I don't have a choice. <laughs> and this is where the emotional uh, influence comes into your betting. Like this is, I love this attitude from this kid. How can you not bet with North Carolina in this spot, plus four at Bet Rivers, right? How can you not root for this team with a kid like that? And again, I don't have a, a dog in the fight. I didn't go to Kansas, didn't go to North Carolina. I really don't have like a, oh, I really want this team to win. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Saturday, I really wanted North Carolina to beat Duke because I was sort of over the whole Mike Krzyzewski swan song deal. Like they put together a 10-minute Produce spot before the game. 
how badly did CBS or whatever the, the, the network is on, how badly did they want Duke to win this game to set up the national title game? So when they did this 10-minute, 10 10-minute 10 mini-documentary about Coach Mike Krzyzewski, they brought him in, they sat him down in front of two huge screens, and they had former players talking about how great he was. Yes, we all get it. He's fantastic. We love him. He's done great stuff. Team USA, several titles at Duke, yada, yada, yada. Okay, enough. I get it. I got it. That's when I really was like, you know what? I really want North Carolina to win because the slurping is out of control. At some point, you just got to say, yes, great career, done so much, fantastic, we get it, but can we just play some basketball? It's about just getting the ball in the hoop. And Coach Mike Krzyzewski's had some luck, had some great teams, had some disappointments, had some great great runs. We get it. Okay, now let's move on. We don't have to have these 15-minute pre-produced documentaries. And they went out and took the L. So I was... I was pleased by that. But can North Carolina sustain after the emotional victory over Duke? And I say yes. I say absolutely yes. So tonight at BetRivers.com, download that app. I'm taking not only I'm taking uh, North Carolina plus the four, I'm going to double down and I'm going to take a money line, which right now, is uh let me give the exact total at bed rivers it is plus 160 this is going to come down to the last five minutes it's not going to be a blowout i can't see that at all kansas though has won 21 of its last 22 games against non-ap ranked opponents and each of kansas's last 12 games have produced a total of 151 or fewer so keep that in mind tonight when you play it But here is why, in a nutshell, I am taking North Carolina tonight. The initial thinking of it is, oh, emotional victory against uh, Duke. Time for a letdown. Kansas looked awfully sharp against Villanova. This train is not going to be stopped. They look so good, and that's where we make the mistake. Don't always believe what you think in gambling. Don't always believe your gut. And that's why I'm taking North Carolina tonight, plus the four against the Kansas Jayhawks. Now, one thing that does scare me to smithereens is uh, Kansas's uh, senior shooting guard, Agbaji. Oche Agbaji averages 19 points, five boards. He was red hot against Villanova. He scares the living dickens out of me if I take North Carolina, which I am. I'm taking them plus four, rooting for them, pulling for them, and I'm also putting my money on them. But this guy, Igbaji, scares me to death. Remy Martin doesn't really terrify me coming off the bench. Their big man had a good night against Villanova. He doesn't scare me. But this kid does. Smooth three from beyond the arc. And uh, if he has a big night, (laughs) I might be be toast. (laughs) And this whole idea of, oh, North Carolina may be tired. Not buying it for a second. Look, these are 18 to 22-year-old kids. And look, I'm not trying to say, oh, I've seen this before. But I've done college games where I get to the arena two hours plus before the tip-off. And I'm not kidding you. These squads, before games, are doing 90-minute workouts. So I'm getting to games and looking up, and I go, yeah. they have a game today. Why are they doing full court sprints and full court weaves and full court three on two, two on ones and full court shooting drills? 
conditioning will not be an issue. It's the injury that will be an issue of anything for North Carolina. It was the injury that was an issue for Villanova with no Justin Moore against Kansas. That's too bad. They had a full lineup with Villanova with Moore, probably a little bit tighter because it was pretty tight until the last six minutes, quite honestly. And then Kansas pulled away. So I think literally tonight it comes back down to what I said. Who is going to be the bigger star? R.J. Davis also playing really well lately for North Carolina. Love playing really well lately for North Carolina. Agbaji can fill it up. Who is going to be that clutch shooter late? Who's going to make that big hoop? It's really not that complicated. And if you think North Carolina is going to do it, like I do, you think this run will continue like I do, then you put your money where your mouth is and you take North Carolina. Had a pretty good weekend, 3-1 and one of the NBA documented. No NBA tonight. We just got this one baby to put some juice on at Bed Rivers. And I'm taking North Carolina, riding and dying with the Tar Heels at plus the four and a little bit of a sprinkle on the money line as well. Should be a fantastic night. Always fun uh, as we cap off the NCAA men's hoop season. Women's finished up last night. South Carolina pretty much as expected. And now we have the men's championship later on tonight. 920 tip. My God. <laughs> Baseball was smart. They pushed the, the start times earlier. Can we do that for NCAA hoops? <laughs> oh, wait. Ray, when we return here on the uh, DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers, there's some more commander stuff out there. It's incredible. This, this, uh, the lives that Dan Snyder has as owner. More accusations against this team. And uh, it's just a matter of time now, I think, until this guy is out of here. Finally, we'll get into that and we'll put a boa here on the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Handran from Beeson. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. DC City Cast rolls on on a Monday. Again, take North Carolina plus the four. Thank me tomorrow. Frank Hand ran for Visa. DC City Cast presented by Bed Rivers Sportsbook. Download that app right now. The uh, Washington Commanders still long shots to win the NFC East. And what are the odds? I don't think there are odds yet. There are <laughs> probably not. But what are the odds? And I would actually take the the value at it because uh, with the history of how many lives Dan Snyder has as owner, but there is now sentiment that things could be shifting in him getting ousted at some point in the near future. And I would take those odds. And I would say that his um, – his tenure as owner of the Washington Commanders, just finally getting used to saying that dumb nickname, is probably coming to a close very soon. With the latest, and that's the thing, there's so many, and we could go on it for hours about all the accusations and the uh, incidents and the issues that surround this franchise. We all know it very well and good. And anytime another one comes out, it's almost as if we're saying, yeah, okay, that's no, no surprise. The latest was on Friday night or Saturday night, I think. Yes, Saturday night, the accusations. There's a report out, rather, I should say, about alleged uh, skimming of the books 
by the Washington Commanders, which anybody that knows this franchise, any fan that knows this franchise, maybe if you're on the outside looking in, you say, uh, well, that's interesting. But nobody inside the Beltway or around the Beltway or in these parts are surprised by the news that uh, allegedly the Washington Commanders were skimming and cooking the books when it comes to their ticket revenue. Apparently, 40% of your ticket revenue is supposed to go to the visiting team, or I don't even know how that works. But the bottom line is, is that they were skimming people, skimming the league, money. And when it comes down to that, uh, you know that's a no-no. Like, you can do everything else, just don't <laughs> don't mess with the money. <laughs> don't mess with my man's money. Uh, so will this be enough? I mean, there've been so many incidents where you go, well, this should be enough to get rid of this guy and it doesn't happen. Oh, this should be enough to get rid of this guy. And it doesn't happen because the, uh, the commissioner is so in his pocket because he's paid by him. <laughs> it's just, let me give you the, the official, uh, article from uh, front office sports if this will will refresh which it's not going to but you know when you start messing with people's money that's it that's the one thing that what do they say whatever you do don't mess with so and so with with some somebody's money uh so this is from front office sports it says house oversight committee received information that alleges that the commander's Kept ticket revenue that is supposed to be shared with other NFL teams. Sources telling front office sports, according to NFL bylaws, all teams are required to pass along 40% of ticket sales from each home game, minus ticket handling charges and taxes, to the league, which then disperses the funds to the visiting teams. Oh, I see. Okay. At least one person gave information in recent weeks to congressional investigators that alleges that commanders didn't pass along the full 40%. It is not clear how long this alleged scheme ran for or who authorized it. Of course, the commanders, NFL, learned about the allegations in recent weeks, but they are declining any comment and saying, of course, this is not real. And and who knows? This is is unconfirmed, unsupported allegations. But who are you going to believe, right? Who are you going to believe? Nobody is taking the commander's side. And we've talked about this here on the DC City Guest. Why would anybody want to build a stadium for this guy, this bozo? So that's the thing. Like full throttle once he's out. Like that should be in the contract of these places that want to build a commander's stadium for economic development. Okay, yeah, sure. We'll build you a stadium or help build you a stadium. We'll get tax breaks for you or for our area or for you once this guy is gone. Once he's gone, it ain't going to happen until he's actually physically removed. If this report is true, I think the chances lean heavily in favor of him finally getting ousted. Like I said, I worked there. I didn't work there, but I covered the team when he when in 08, 09. I covered the team earlier in the early 2000s and the stories I could tell, which you've all heard about what a miserable place that is to work. 
It's a miserable place. And in this day and age, when we are trying to get to actually having a workplace that is respectful, diverse, meeting and talking about our feelings and getting it out there and and getting to know one each other, getting to know each other. That that is not or was the way that things were with this Washington Commanders franchise. And look, you can say all you want about, hey, they've hired some new people. Everybody's trying to do better. And this is where I sound like a broken record. It doesn't matter as long as that dude's there. As long as he's stroking out these checks to these folks, it doesn't matter. And again, nobody's surprised by any report. What will be surprising but again, I'm leaning towards the end is near is finally getting rid of this guy as owner of the once beloved franchise. I mean, think about how hard it is to take something that is so beloved by the community, myself included, and put it into a dumpster and make it just reek and rot. And the last thing you want to do is have anything to do with it. Sunday's now for shopping going to Target, going to get my groceries rather than watching this team because of the man who runs the damn team. So brutal. It's incredible what the top can do to the middle and the bottom of anything, right? So when that day comes, and uh, like I think it is coming soon, will actually be a, a moment to rejoice and say, finally, this franchise can move in the right direction. Because no matter what you say, what you do, as long as he's there, yeah, <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Failure, not success. All right, to put a bow here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers tonight at the window. I'm uh, laying the lumber on North Carolina, getting the four points against Kansas. I cannot and I will not touch the total that that's a total crap shoot 152 it'll be right around there a foul or two here late miss free throws here or there late could be the difference so i'm not really gonna um <laughs> i'm gonna stay away from that i'm just gonna ride with north carolina going against the grain going against the public going against the thinking that they have um don't have any legs left after that emotional victory over duke on saturday Kansas was red hot from beyond the arc. I can't imagine them being that hot again. And I can't imagine the big kid down in the in the post, McCormick, having such a big night with Baycock, even though he may be, well, he is. He's, he's hobbled by an ankle injury. I still like North Carolina in this spot. So give me the Tar Heels plus the four and a little bit on the money line as well tonight. <laughs> we shall see if I was close. Again, I was... You know, I was one and one on Saturday. I took uh, I took North Carolina, but I also took Villanova. So you take that for what it is. You can either fade me, you can ride with me. But the bottom line is we're going to have fun tonight at BetRivers.com. Download that app today. All right, we're going to talk tomorrow with the Wizards getting set for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And uh, we'll also recap what happens uh, later on tonight. Let's enjoy the evening. Appreciate you checking us out here on the DC CityCast. Follow along at J Frank Handran on Twitter, at Bet Rivers, at Vison Live. Again, thanks for all your support. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.
This has been the DC City Cast presented by Bed Rivers. Frank Hanrahan from Beeson.